Anna. Hi. Anna. Hello. <laughs> oh when my you gosh. First, when you first said my name, I was like, I had to like look at my phone, like take a double take because I was like, Dad, are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Anna. I was like, what? Anna. Oh, Anna. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, who's yelling at me? <laughs> uh, Tom DeLong is like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How I are this. you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, Thursday's been weird. Burned beans today while prepping them. Um, I've done so much today, but I haven't gotten done what I kind of wanted to do. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure that makes sense. I know that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. I've done so much today, but like nothing of what I really wanted to do. Oh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I had like a list of things to do today and like I've been super productive, but not one of those things on the list like actually got done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. the same way. So. Yeah, so then I'm like, am I really productive? <laughs> <sighs> well, no, I, I know that I'm productive. Like I give myself yeah. that much credit, but I'm like, mm-hmm. there's other things I wanted to do. Yeah. But see, like I, all the things I chose to do weren't like super urgent. (laughs) Like they weren't things that needed to be done. They just seemed more appealing. I I feel you. I know what that's like. Um, yesterday's cloudy day here in SoCal really threw me off. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I was just not feeling it. I was not feeling much of anything yesterday. Um, I took a nap. Um, the, the nights are hot. That's like another thing. I'm afraid of yeah. like sleeping with the fan on because I don't want to wake up with a sore throat and be like, ah. So, <laughs> so like my legs are are suffering. So I, I've been meaning to change my plaid um, bed dressing and I had it. And then just literally right before I called you and set record, I like ripped off the, the wrap around. So when I'm done, I will put on like the, the nice light cotton or whatever it is. Yeah. So hopefully that will help tonight. Um I've been wanting I've been working on on the outline for This Is Grief podcast. So I did that last night. Jess is like, don't do it before you go to bed. Cause you know, kind of remembering all the things that happened that I'm trying to document. And yeah. I did <laughs> from like 8 30 to 10. She calls me at 10 because she still has to go into work, unfortunately, for her. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, working on the outline. She's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> Go to bed. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't that happy with me last night. She's like, I told you not to do that. Um, but yeah, I've been working on that because my goal is to have all five episodes outlined mm-hmm. by this week, by like Saturday, just like outlined. And then go back to writing full time on them for the month of of May. I want to have them all written out by by the beginning of June, late May, early June. Mm-hmm. At least like the first draft. Like I know I've sent you a draft of yeah. one and two. And yeah. I don't know if I told you, but I got into a memoir writing workshop right before everything was shut down. And I did I did not know that. Okay. So it's been really neat, right? So I got into this really and I'm I'm gonna start by talking a lot. I need to talk, Anna. So yeah, do it. Everyone else is gonna have to hear me now. Um, <laughs> it would say it was a really um, 
like a lot of people wanted to get in. So I got this, you know, member of the Newport Beach Library. Mm-hmm. I have a beautiful central library, by the way. Like, I think I've mentioned it on here. Maybe not. But I have a huge love of libraries. And when mm-hmm. everything opens up again, I can. We highly, know, Jimmy. We know. <laughs> can I highly recommend that too much. I just seriously, they have like a studio room where, you, you know, like sound system like you can go in with your instruments and you can mm-hmm. go in yeah it's it's amazing you just have to reserve it ahead of time um they have a great computer lab where they have all of the tools that you need both on pc and Macs. so that's also amazing besides it's two stories and they just have everything you could ever think of but uh they also offer uh contract classes and courses and stuff like that so i signed up for it i got the email and i immediately called the number that i was supposed to call and i didn't hear the contract class uh person who schedules out the library contract classes mm-hmm. and when i finally heard from her she told me i was third on the waiting list i'm like oh. and literally the week right before we were supposed to start i got an email from her saying hey like you know you're 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 up because three people have dropped out are you still interested i was like yes <laughs> and um the first day of class which was a lifetime ago but it was middle of february i think or late february one of those two um she goes in there and she says you are a 24 person class let me just let you know that i think she said like 110 people all try to register for this class so i was like oh i was number 27 and i got here so it was really cool but the teacher quickly adapted he quickly adapted to the pandemic literally like we did our first two sessions we were supposed to do go to class and then the following Tuesday in between the Tuesday that we went and the next Tuesday everything shut down and that same week he was like hey guys we're gonna try the zoom thing and like 16 of us have been there ever since and we were there for a good full two months we even got more classes than we were supposed to we were only supposed to have six sessions we ended up having between eight and nine sessions and um because we did the rest on zoom so all that was happening so I was getting all these tools and memoir writing and kind of like structure and stuff like that so i read through the first episode that i sent you and the second one that i sent you as well i think and i was like holy crap this thing is like all over the place and like there's really strong pieces here and there you gave me really good feedback so long ago now and i'm like yes these pieces are great but i need to structure it a little bit more and that's because because i think i told you as well but i've, I've had the uh, i've had help with writing of these of these episodes um i've been i've been ha- i've had help by um i've been told like how to expand on the feelings because there's a lot of surface level writing because it as you and i know in in many of us know in here as well it's really tough to kind of touch right ground level of of the pain of things we're experiencing we all tend to kind of just like you know go like surface level like we'll mention things but we won't go deep into it and it's a practice to have to be able to get in there and expand and actually say the things that you're feeling because it brings pain as you're writing it. So, um, so now that I have like a story structure, I've been working on outlining it and then writing it hopefully next month. I don't know when I'm going to go back to work. Personally, I'm okay with not, (laughs) I'm okay with not going back to work for a little bit. I don't really want to go. Um, I don't really want to do the commute again. And I'm really happy that, you know, there was times where I was thinking of moving closer to work in, in Studio City here in, in Hollywood. Um, 
because like the commute just four hours a day is just so taxing anyway. Um, right. So I was thinking of moving, you know, just getting like this really small room or something like that. And now I'm really glad I didn't because because of everything that's been going on, I really appreciate, you know, what I have in this space in my apartment. Um, but I, I don't want to do the commute again for a minute. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to have a little bit more time and then I can focus on doing the writing. So all of that to say, I haven't done any of the outlining so far today. I'm probably going to do it at night. And then Justin's going to be like, why'd you do that? And I'm going to be like, because I had no time during the day. And then I'm probably going to have another fitless uh, or sleepless night or whatever it is. I'll toss and turn a lot. And it'll be Friday. But then it'll be Friday. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Then you can rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, actually, um, Friday is Jess's mom doesn't work. So um, I'll go and I'll have coffee in like their little backyard that they have there. So that's nice. normally that's what I'll do. I'll take my my work laptop with me and I'll just hook up and just keep an eye on it, have some coffee just to change it up and then come home. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's working from home. You definitely need to like move around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also been doing a lot of other stuff as well. Like on like I, I do um, I produce or edit. I do the edit po- process of podcasts, not just for you, Anna, uh, but for mm-hmm. a few other people. So that's kind of like it's been productive. And it's also fan. like if I do it now, then I don't have to do it for like on Saturday or Sunday, which is great. You know, I don't feel like I'm working throughout the weekend. Um, so I'm kind of just like trying to bust those episodes out. And that's why I haven't done the two things I really wanted to do, which was read um i'm reading a biography of steve jobs by walter isaacson right now it's like a 500 something page biography and i've i've only gone through 100 pages so i kind of wanted to do 100 more today and Mm -hmm. i haven't read any pages so far and i wanted to work on my outline so yeah that's uh you didn't hear me but i was like i'm your favorite podcast that you episode that yeah yeah no of course (laughs) that you edit obviously 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 (laughs) yes i'm super excited i'm so happy that you've been uh recording and and putting one out every week and that they are long and deep meaningful thoughtful conversations uh different aspects because you've been speaking to people in different locations like last week Uh you've been talking to somebody who who is in a different country altogether where things are more rough and uh, there's a lot of diverse point of views to what's going on in this moment, which means that they bring something different to the table. So yeah, Human Becoming Podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, I beg you to go listen to it because Anna's fantastic and the guests she brings on are also amazing. It's it's great. I It's great. With, like I'll put it on as I'm like vacuuming the house, which I try to do twice a week, you know, give me something to do. So like I'll put in my noise canceling uh, in my ear Bluetooth headphones and I'll like turn up the vi- the vacuum and I'll just be listening to Anna vibe with some person or other. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's been um, it's been quite a, a journey. Like a lot of the things that I'm talking about are things that I've like really kept um, to myself, um, you know, just like I, I consider myself a very vulnerable, open person. And then I realized that there was like this big part of myself that I wasn't really like speaking into and like opening, opening up about, um, and, uh, yeah. So I've been bringing a lot of guests on to talk about things and, um, 
you know, just, just topics that, um, are a stretch for me as well, but like there are things that I practice or there are things that I know and like, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, it's not like new stuff. It's just like, I'm newly putting this content out there. And Mm. so, um, it feels really good. It feels really expansive and it feels, um, yeah, it's, it's also been like a little, a little scary. It's been, it's been a, a kind of vulnerable that I haven't, been before so yeah it's 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 good I'm excited and I'm of course I'm grateful that you um that you edit them for me I love like just being able to be like okay Jimmy now make it pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love doing that as well I'm, I'm totally in for that and um also I feel like you said since you're touching about or putting out content and ideas your ideas that you probably haven't in the past and you're obviously feeling that little that guilt I mean not guilt sorry that growth it's, it's another g word just completely different yeah. that growth yeah. of, of actually putting something out there that you normally haven't really put out there so it kind of reminds me of when you first started podcasting not just not just with me but just in general how you were a little bit nervous mm-hmm. of like oh like I'm putting stuff out there and now people can listen and it's recorded so they can listen to it again and this is the first time you're putting out new content or new ideas that you haven't really spoken about in in this sort of public way. So it's that growth process of like, oh, yeah, I'm putting that out there. Like two months or so from now, you're going to be like, yeah, that's all good. This is normal. Yeah. This is this is what I do. Look, look yeah, at my exactly. multifaceted yeah. platform over here. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's like part of it, right, is like the more like well, like there's two parts, you know, like the more we do something, the more of like the new norm it becomes, right? Like Mm -hmm. quarantine now isn't hard, at least like, um, or not that it's not hard, but it's not as hard as it was. It's not new. Yeah. So like, there's a, there's a part of us, you know, as humans, we're so adaptable. We naturally start to adapt to like whatever the norm is and humans are so resilient. Right. And then there's also like the other part is, you know, I decided that I wanted to speak about, I wanted to be someone who, who, um, spoke about certain topics, right? Like, and this, and I've done this every time is I decided that there's a part of me that I want to develop or I want to expand or I want to create. And then once I decide that that happens, I start taking action and I start embodying that person. So yeah, I'm having these conversations and yes, they feel expansive and yes, they feel like vulnerable. And at some point, these conversations are going to be like norm conversations, you know, and then there's going to be something else for me to stretch into. So it's, you know, I think that that's like the the part that we forget about um, ourselves is, you know, we're not fixed beings. Like we can, we can create change. And, um, you know, and, and I think that like, you know, we also get stuck in that, like, you know, I just need to feel ready or I just, you know, we try to create some false sense of safety or false sense of control around like, something that we're about to do, right. That's, you know, that's, uh, unfamiliar or makes us afraid or, you know, whatever it may be. And the, the truth is like, we, 
like ready is a lie. <laughs> feeling mm-hmm. ready is a lie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, like the, the feeling of readiness that you actually um, need is just the moment that you decide that things need to change. It's not like ready, ready, set, go. You're not afraid anymore. It's ready, set, go. I'm, I'm terrified. And I have no idea what this is going to look like, but I'm going to do it anyway, because there's something, you know, on the other end of this that, that I want. Yeah, no, I think both of us have actually been dabbling in in doing or putting out new and different content. Right. Um, you know, you you've you've been doing the podcasts, you've been talking about different things as well with different people and putting stuff on your platform. Um, like what I found really interesting and also really cool was how you uh, put on your on your Instagram that you were ready to on a donation based or on a donation basis, right? You were willing mm-hmm. to have these conversations with people about um, card reading or uh, what was that other? Um, I don't want to butcher the name of the practice. I I, oh, I heard yeah. the, I heard our friends from the from the Social Ninjas podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> butcher uh, it, and uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, how yeah. what has that been like? Has have you, if you don't mind me asking, have somebody taken up on your offer yet? Yeah. Yeah. So I had like multiple people reach out and schedule, which has just been like really amazing. And, you know, like not going to lie, like, you know, by the time this comes out, um, you know, I'll have already done the, the first couple of readings, but like, um, I have some, yeah, I have some readings scheduled for tomorrow and this weekend. And, um, yeah, it's, it's fucking scary, man. Like it's, it's putting Mm -hmm. myself out there, you know, and, um, and I know that this is, we, you and I coexist so well, but we, we do have like different belief systems, right. Around like spirituality and like things. I think we have very similar morals and values and then very different like ways that we think, you know, like there's differences, whatever. And, you know, there, there is like a fear around like, you know, there's this like taboo, like whenever we want to talk about religion and our belief systems and whatever, like all of us cringe a little bit. Right. And like, all of us are afraid, um, or, or we're at least mindful, not all of us, maybe I'll, I won't say all of us, but a lot of us are very, you know, either, um, afraid or timid or, um, or we just, we don't talk about it at all because we're so conditioned to expect backlash. We're so, ex- we're so conditioned to expect people to challenge, um, your beliefs or to debate it or, you know, to be triggered by it or to be offended by it. And like, that comes from a very long history of religion and spiritual prosecution and like prejudice and like, you know, all kinds of things, right? Like a lot of the imbalances that we know. Suppression. Yeah. Suppression. Yeah. Suppression, oppression, like all of it. Right. And so, um, you know, just in my experience, like something that I know to be very true for me is, you know, I, I have been always a very spiritual being, like even from a young age. And I know that like the, the things that I quit, like the, the questions that I asked, like the bigger picture questions, the curiosity that I had, like, that's not just the 29 year old. And I think that's been like straight out of the womb, like what's the meaning of life, mom, <laughs> you know? And so, and, and, and it's true. Like my mom says it all the time. Like you've always been like, well, why is this? And why that? And why does that, you know, like just always wanting to know more. And, um, and along the way of like me not following suit, um, you know, in terms of like what my family 
believes in and paving my own path, like I've experienced a lot of rejection and I've experienced a lot of shame. I've been told I'm going to hell. I've been told I'm a lost soul. I, you know, and the thing is, it's not because of the details of what I believe in. It's because it's different than theirs. Right. And so, you know, I've been like, it could be anything that I believed in that was different from theirs. And this was what, this is like the response I would get, you know? And so, it's, it's been very interesting to, you know, kind of now as an observer, kind of like take a step back and look at how I've really hid aspects of myself that are important that I feel called to like talk about. And I feel, you know, like spirituality and like that being that kind of um, coach and, and not like only focusing on mental health. I'm sorry, on, um, on like spirituality, but like being able to, to speak about it, being able to look at things from that's like my, my perspective perspective. And it's like, if people don't resonate with it, that's totally fine. I'm not here to challenge anybody's belief or say that I think what I believe is right. It's just right for me, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. and um, if you, and you're willing to share, if somebody's willing to want to talk about it, if they want to participate in it, if they want, um, I don't know if I want to say guidance, but if, if they want, maybe an introduction or whatever it is you're 100% willing to share which is amazing because i think that's the best way that we can learn about the the diverse uh array of spiritual whether it be beliefs or ways of living or you know just to educate ourselves uh, around the uh, about the cultures around us yeah yeah i i i really believe that you know um that we're not going to find peace as as a race or you know as um like as a you know the human race or in the world or anything like that by like finally all sitting down at a table and agreeing to believe in the same thing like mm-hmm. that's not gonna happen we're all 1000 percent uh worthy of you know being able to use our own discernment and capable of using our own discernment to decide what feels true for us and what feels, you know, what feels right for us. And like, I will never, ever, you know, I, I have like, you know, a very deep rooted devotion to what I believe in. And I, I like can sit in in a conversation about politics, about religion, about beliefs, about all of those things. And hold space for somebody else to be just as devoted and not once think that they're wrong or they're crazy or anything like that. Like, because like, and at the end of the day, like, what the hell do I know? You know, like what the hell does any, when none of us really know it, that's why faith is important, you know? And so I, I always joke, like, I'm like, man, like, you know, I could die and figure out that the thing that I, you know, like the people that worship spaghetti man or whatever it is, like they were right, you know, like who knows, like who really knows? So it's like, I just, I just think that it's, um, that it's so important to give each other like space. And, and like, that's really what I am like trying to promote. It's not even just a like, Hey guys, like listen to what I believe and like believe this too. It's I'm like, I'm, I'm pushing to have the difficult conversations and to, you know, uh, inspire people or empower people to be true to themselves and to, you know, um, and to not waver in that. And like, um, you know, by hopefully by me, like showing up exactly as I am and giving space, other people space to do the same, like that'll have a ripple effect. Yeah. And I think, I think that's great. Like I, like I said earlier, it's, 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 I think we learn best from other people when it comes to 
everything, whether it be, again, spiritual or morals, uh, spiritual beliefs or practices, moral beliefs, and so on and so forth. I think we learn better from from having the conversation with someone who might have a little bit more knowledge or might have the knowledge that we're looking for rather than, and, and I'm not saying that it's wrong to do research, you know, whether it be in books or anything, but I just think there's that human connection that you have with someone who's able to speak about, about the things that, that you're wanting to learn, which which makes it special, right? I think I think that's one of the best things that that we can do. So I'm I yeah. and you've been doing this like you've been doing the the card reading in a way on on Instagram already for quite some time. Where where I thought it was really um, I thought it was really interactive. I thought it was really cool when you first started doing it anyway, which was like pick a card, right? And then you would go ahead and show what both of them were and what the meanings behind it were so it, I, I thought you kind of like were dabbling in it for quite some time before you're like all right like let's have a obviously a zoom conversation or something like that for the time being because we can't have face to face but that's close enough at least for now yeah. like that's that's, as, that's the best we're going to get at the moment to have a, a zoom conversation not only that but i think that again kind of like what you were doing beforehand when it was just text and pictures right through Instagram stories now you'll you'll have some practice of what it's like speaking with someone about it so when the time comes that we can all sit down again in the room you know that that'll that'll be the next progression right yeah well yeah and like the thing is you know this is this is I get like these practices of mine aren't new like anybody who who really knows me like knows that 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 like you know, like all my friends are always like, oh, Anna and her crystals, Anna and her cards, Anna and her mysticism, like, you know, and it's like the people who love me, like also, you know, accept and and acknowledge that aspect of me. Like, that's not like, it's not like I've never, um, it's not like I've been like, oh, this is so new, Anna. This came out of nowhere. (laughs) Like none of us expected. This is a quarantine thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a phase y'all. Um, but, uh, I mean, all we need to do is listen to the name of your cat. Cause like the cat went through two different iterations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got super distracted because there was a hummingbird at my window. Oh, Um, that's always somebody coming to say hello. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love, um, I love everything like animal, animal medicine, animal totems, like animal signs. It's, it's super cool. But, um, mm. yeah. So, I mean, you know, yeah, again, like none of this stuff is, is new. It's, it's not a phase. Um, you know, it's, it's something I've been practicing with cards, like, um, tarot cards and Oracle cards and all of that stuff since I was a little kid, like little, little kid. So yeah, again, it's not new. It's just, um, it's just like, I've never come out and been like, Hey guys, like I actually, you know, I, I, I practice these things in a way that like, I can actually offer services this way. Right. Like I can actually, I can do card readings for you or I can do energy healing for you. And, and I've always just stayed away from this. And the, and the truth, the truth is, is a big part of it was around ego, a big part of it. And I, I put this in, in my recent post is, you know, I spent a really long time in the mental health field, which is very clinical, very science-based, very, you know, um, what can you prove? What 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 does the research show? Blah, 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 right? Um, It's a very, um, yeah, it's just, it's very research-based. And so... I, I I spent a long time in that field, building my resume, building my reputation, building connections, like really, um, 
you know, like kind of having something to prove. And, and a big part of it was like, yes, I love the mental health field. I like, I love the clinical aspects of it. I think it all serves a purpose, but there was a, 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 what I like to call like an ego death that kind of had to happen in order for me to like fully talk about these things because my concern was not even just like what I was saying before was like the judgment and, you know, and obviously like that's centers around a lot of like the history of like persecution and the history of like judgment and, you know, everybody, again, like religion can be such a taboo subject to talk about. Right. Unless you know that the person is like safe, which like I get it and it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm not saying that that's wrong or like, that we need to change that necessarily, um, if or that you need to change it, or you know whoever's listening needs to change it. I just like it's not something that I want to subscribe to anymore. It's not something that I want to. I want to be able to like openly talk about things and like. I, I think everybody deserves that. Like that's how we learn and grow. And like I love new perspectives. Like I love mm-hmm. when somebody sits down and they're like, "Oh, that's interesting that you believe in it." This or believe in this is what I believe. And I never like, you know, I, I just don't have that like judgment. I'm like, cool. Like that's so interesting. Like where does that come from? And like what culture? And like you know, how did you come to that? Like I just I love that. That's that's my jam. But um, but yeah. So it wasn't even just that. But it was also like this, you know, this ego around, um, you know well, my resume and my voice in the mental health community and, you know, um, uh, you know, my experience and my connections. And what about when people who like know me in this really professional clinical setting sees me online doing, you know, intuitive, <laughs> intuitive readings, right? Like yeah. I was like, Oh, like I just had this, like a lot of self-limiting beliefs come up of like, they're going to see that and they're going to, I'm going to be discredited and nobody's going to want me on any panel or any, you know, um, nobody's going to want, no, like the, my voice is not going to be valued in the mental health community anymore more and like um and it was it was really something that I I battled with and it was something that I I just recently like made that declaration of like you know I get to be both like the duality gets to exist like um I get to be equally parts like very you know clinical and logical and very you know like research-based because I'm not just like uh, I'm not just only like faith-based, right? Like I, I like proof. I like things being uh, proved and I like seeing data and all of that stuff. And like, there's also a very like deep faith that I have in things, you know, and just, um, it's not some, a lot of the things that I believe in and practice, like can't be proven, right? Like there's no, like, there's no Excel sheet <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. there's no lab somewhere that's like running tests on it. Right. And so, um, I think I just really battled with the, like, I have to be in one of those boxes. Right. And I was like, no, actually I get to like jump in between, um, and the reason why I'm so passionate about like the the duality of those things is because that's what has changed my life, like the combination of those things. Um, and so it's like, well, why like if if I practice weaving in and out of of these two worlds that are really not so different, right? Like the mental health and healing and all of that stuff is as is not so different than than of those a lot of those things, right? In terms of like effectiveness and all of that, like why can't I talk about those two things, you know? And I really had to get to a point where I was like, I know it sounds like kind of dramatic, but it's true. Like I had this kind of am I going to be okay if I never openly talk about these things? Am I going to be okay? Like, am I going to feel fulfilled in my work if I leave this part out? And the answer was a straight and loud hell no. Mm. Um, And I was like, yeah, like 
I want to teach people to, to, to develop the intuition I want to, or their intuition. I want to teach people to tap into those things. I want, I want people to like, to be able to use tools that I, I really believe that like, you know, whether you, you know, God source, whatever it is that you want to call it, like to me, the name doesn't matter. Like that, like, like our intuition was given to us. It's part of our instinct, right? It's part of our, like our, um, natural, uh, like abilities, right? Just like, you know, animals have certain gifts and abilities, right? Mm. To help them survive. Mm. Like instinct is ours. I'm sorry. Intuition is ours. It's part of our instinctual like makeup. And so I really think that, you know, because of how we've developed over time, like in a lot of ways we've developed and evolved in the better ways, but then we've also gotten so disconnected from, from those things. And I, I really, I really believe that so much healing comes from like learning who you are and how you feel and how you respond to things and getting like really in tune to like yourself. And once you do that, you start to really tap into your intuition. And and like, that's just something that is like, I, I, I couldn't put into words like how much that, that practice and that development and, and like that process has changed my, my entire life. Yeah, I, that's that's great. And in the in the the fact that you're at a point where, like we mentioned earlier, you're you're ready to kind of share that with with people who are willing to come to you and be like, let's do this. That's that's really really neat. And yeah, um, yeah I I really like w- what you say in terms of like faith based. I, I think that a lot of development, a lot of coming to terms with with certain aspects of our life, whether it be grief for me, whether it be other situations as well for other people, you need to have some faith and you need to be able to tap into some of the things that maybe can't be explained, like you said, on an, on an Excel sheet, right? Like there's no statistics yeah. for it. You just kind of have to, you know, surrender to the fact that as humans, we can't explain anything. And I think that's another, that's another thing that, that can, correlate with ego right it's like we're always trying which is great in some ways right we're always trying to control and to learn everything and to put things on paper and to have what we call actual facts or whatever you want to call it and it's really difficult to to sometimes surrender to the fact that there are things that we can't explain Um, right but with faith we can reach different levels of of enlightenment and also you know whatever it is for, for the development that we need right so even if, like you said, there, whatever you call, you know, your higher, your higher power. Like, I feel like when I, what, what I grew up in, which is Christianity, right, really helped me become the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think I've mentioned this on here before, but especially in as a Seventh Day Adventist, there, I have been taught in, in, in kind of. No, I've been taught that. That spirituality, like whether it be ghosts or whether it be reincarnation or whether it be the fact that somebody's here or somebody's not here, like it's it's pretty cut and dry. It's like black and white for for what we believe in, which is once someone's dead, you know, they're not they don't go straight to heaven or hell like they don't go to purgatory like that's different. That's a different doctrine. They they don't stick around Earth and like give you signs that they're with you or whatever it was mm-hmm. um, that. And it's not like a bad, I, I never saw it as a bad thing because we were always, I was always taught, I'm sorry, I was always taught that, 
you know, somebody who's dead is like they're in a, they're in a long sleep. It's like they're just sleeping. Um, and, you know, whenever it's time for them to to resurrect, that's when that will happen. Right. And so there's no consciousness. There you go. There's no consciousness between the time they're dead and the, and the time that they have to come back. But, you know, after after my mom died, then I started to to see different things here and there and, you know, contradicting what what I was taught and what I was warned against. Not necessarily after my mom died, but as a child, right? It's just like, you know, if you see uh, resemblances of people who are dead, like it's not necessarily them or their spirit. It's like, you know, whether it be an an evil spirit of some sort trying to fool you, right? That type of thing. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that I've seen and and I've experienced since my mom's death that definitely brings a lot of conflict to the things that I was taught as a child, which, Mm -hmm. again has helped me become the person who I am and through the process of my mom being sick and then dying has helped me in a lot of ways as well to coming to terms with with what has happened or working to come to terms with what has happened to my mom. But then mm-hmm. there's other things that totally, that I could say conflicts with the things that I was taught, which which puts me in a very, you know, it's it's a it's a strange position to be in sometimes where you're just like, well, you know, things are a little different now with this type of knowledge of someone's, you know, someone's dead and and now there are things that I'm seeing that I was told before then uh, you're not, you know, they're not really them. So it's it's a really interesting place to be in. I'm at this point right now after some of the work that I've put in the past few years or so that I can look at it with with an inquisitive attitude rather than I mean there are times where I'm still sad about it and there are times where I still feel emotions in, in terms of sadness and and something might sting because of memory but I'm also at a place where I can now look at something and be like well let's let's try to analyze this and see what what I can make out of it right and that's where yeah. faith whether it be in, in what I grew up in or faith in in other signs really comes into play so it's been it's been very interesting because like when I went to support group that was something that that our support group lead has been very open about like she didn't say like you don't go in there and she's like you know we're gonna follow christian values or we're gonna follow different values or different beliefs or whatever it is um but you know there are times where she would talk about what could be categorized as christian faith right and then there are other times where she would talk about when somebody would say well i saw this you know whether it be that you're you know you see pennies often like on the ground as you're walking and she she would be able to talk about that as well be like oh yeah that that's a sign or you know kind of like what we just did 10 minutes ago where we're like oh a hummingbird that somebody has come to visit like that's something that's brought up as well as well as little different um strange things that might happen with technology where where our support group lead would be like, yeah, if, if I mean, that, totally, that's 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 a sign, you know, whether, like for me, I think, I don't know if I, I've shared this story on here before, but I, I think I've shared it on my writing. If not, it will be, it will be something that I focus on. But like the, uh, the first year anniversary after my mom had died, um, I was home alone. My dad was in Peru. Um, and that Christmas day, a year later, I was sick. Like I had this cold, it was really, really bad. And, you know, um, my support group lead was like, yeah, you're, you're probably, you're most likely going to be get like a grief cold or a grief sickness, especially as you come mm-hmm. onto it. So that's what happened. Like I couldn't taste anything. Like 
I went home finally. I was at Jess's house for most of the day. And then I went home to be at home um, at the same hour that my mom had died the year before. And at that time, like we still had her, like my parents still had their own room. I didn't have a roommate. So my dad had his room. So it essentially looked the same besides some things here or there. Right. So they still had the same bed. So I go sit on my mom's side of the bed. And at the time that the nurse called it, that she, that she had died, I was in the room by myself. There was nobody else at home. All the lights were off except that bedroom. And then at that exact moment that it reached 657, because that's when it was like, there was kind of like the light turned on and off, right? Like there was a, there was a little fissure. And so like anyone else would be like, oh, that's, you know, that's just an electrical thing. And then there's the, oh, that was just a coincidence. But the fact that it happened at that time, at that place, mm-hmm. you know, in that, told moment. The, in that yeah. moment, it's like, well, those are like so many different things. So then it's, and then, then, the, you know, fall back into, okay, so as something that I was taught as a child, as I've already mentioned, it's like, this isn't necessarily this person, you know, it's, whether it be it's spirit of some sort trying to fool you. And you're like, yeah, but the kind of thing, you know, kind of uplifts more than anything. Like, why would they do yeah. that? You know, and you start like turning things over. So like I said, that's just like one of the experiences that I've had that I'm just like, well, you know, I might want to rethink this. And it's not a rejection of what I was taught growing up. And it's not, you know, it's just like things are different. You start to see things differently. And whether it is that I bit into that, you know, apple of of wisdom right as adam and eve right if you if you if you read that story in genesis where they bit into the apple of life and death and they got the wisdom or whatever it is maybe i'm at that point too where my eyes are opened up because i've seen somebody so close to me die that these different topics pop up and now it's like well now i really want to look into it and see what there is instead of just continuing down this path that i've always grown up with that was really easy to accept because i'd never experienced anything on this side of death so Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's like, it's such a, it's none of it's black and white. I think that's like one thing that we can't agree on is like, you know, and and I think that's like, I mean, I guess maybe not everybody can agree on that, but like, I mean, I think that's like the biggest thing that I, um, that I know for sure is that like, it's not that black and white and like, we all just do the best that we can and we all, you know, um, like it's, it's, I, I, I release the, the need to be right. <laughs> um, that's, that's something that has been like a really big thing for me is I release the need to be right. I just, um, I commit to being open, you know, I commit to like being true to myself. I commit to being, you know, a good human who doesn't do, um, harm to people like intentionally. And, um, and I just give myself permission to learn. And like what I, what I say, you know, today, right. Like what I say, I believe in today could change. Um, you know, like in a couple of years, I could be like, oh, well, you know, actually, like I, I discovered this and now this really feels like true, you know, and like it could change again or it could not. Like, I just I think that um, that it's that it's just so important that we, um, you know, even if you don't want to, like, open up to like different um, different beliefs, which is like fine, you know, it's like at least giving other people permission to like have different beliefs Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely and like i said it's in you know there was never especially as a child there was never a time where i thought that i would i would find myself in a position like this not necessarily that i didn't think 
Well, I mean, that's that's definitely something that I get. Uh, the fact that you know, may uh, my parents aren't going to die when I'm young. You know, that's something that I grew up with. But but what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. I didn't think I would find myself in a situation where it's not necessarily questioning my faith because I don't question my faith, but it's more along the line or the faith that I grew up with. I'm sorry, but it's more Mm -hmm. along the lines of what else is there? And, you know, there's a lot of like you like you said, in your experience, you've had a lot of people tell you different things because of the things that you you have expressed in terms of faith. Like for me, like I could easily think of something someone would say to me right now if I were to say, well, I'm trying to see if there are other things or there are other explanations that I wasn't necessarily taught, you know, when it comes to why am I seeing, whether it be these signs or whatever it is, after my mom died. And the response I would most likely get in a very kind way, though, would be like, well, you don't have a close enough relationship with God. Like, you don't Uh do your devotional or blah, 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 so on and so forth, which would be fair, like, compared to... Like if I compare it to what I grew up with, I'd be like, yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair point in some ways. But at the same time, you know, I just, those are the questions that pop up and it's normal as a human to question things. I think that's why we are, you know, we are able to find ourselves in different stages of growth throughout our life is that we, like you said, you know, that we'll we'll find ourselves questioning things, not necessarily because we're rejecting or we're downplaying whatever it is that we were taught or what we used to believe in, but it's because there's that natural growth aspect that, you know, there's other things that we, we need to look at before we can, because it's, yeah, be- before we can continue to grow. Like, you can't just stay stuck in the same thing all the time. I don't know. I remember as a, was it a middle schooler or something like that? I told my dad that I would be very interested in um, taking, learning about different religions, whether religions, whether it be like taking one of those classes in college, right? They have like world religion or, or whatever it is. Um, but as a middle schooler and, you know, my dad was very, was very, uh, he didn't encourage that. He didn't encourage that. He was like, you know, that, that could lead down to some very dangerous paths. And he gave me some examples of, of some people that have explored, whether it be different religions and they had left the church. And then in some cases they have come back and have done different things that maybe we didn't agree with or whatever it was. So he's like, you know, gotta be careful and probably best not to do that. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's a strange thing to talk about, I think, but it's very interesting as well. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I, I, I like it. I like you. I like to have conversations. I haven't delved deep into every, into different aspects. I'm sorry to, Jeff cut you off there, Anna, but I I haven't delved deep into other aspects. This is me just going off of what I've seen and experienced and also have been part of my support group where things are talked about. Um, but it's I'm I'm not as learned in, in some of these aspects as as some other people are. So I think that's that's where I differ a little bit from you, where I feel like, you know, you have, you know, grown in some different aspects. So that's, it's really interesting to talk about it with someone like you because I'm more of like, I've dabbled in things where I feel like you've taken a little bit more time to develop into what it is you, you believe in, which is really, really interesting and neat. Yeah. I mean, I, and I definitely think that it's like, um, there's like such a fear, um, a fear component mm. to, um, for like for so many people, right? Yeah. Like 
I know a lot of people who, you know, ha- are like so afraid to, to question or, you know, if they are questioning it, they're shaming themselves, which just like perpetuates even like more fear and shame. And it's like, you know, it, it like it doesn't um, it doesn't help them get clear. Right. And so um, I think that as as a as humans, like it's very natural to be inquisitive and to question things and to, you know, want to um, know more because we're exposed to so many different things. Um, and yeah, I, I just think that it's, um, it's part of our nature and like, you know, you can choose not to, right. Like there's always that, like you don't have to explore things. And, you know, I think like my, my biggest point at least is, is, um, is giving people space and, you know, and giving yourself space to like be true to yourself, whatever, whatever that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, it's really neat that you're putting out different, you're offering these different type of, can I say services? Anna? I'm not sure. Or, or, Or at least content, right? Services and content out there. I think this, stay at home practice that we've been doing for the past 20 hundred years or whatever oh, i think two months a month and a half i'm not even sure anymore forever <laughs> um has 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 forced us maybe in a way or at least has gently prodded us or can it can we say encouraged us to to kind of um do different practices and see what what we can come mm-hmm. up with and and even offer right like in, in in my case, I've I've started to be more active again on my blog, like not just putting mm-hmm. writings on on Instagram, like I'm putting them back on my blog, and because of of the writers, the the writing the the memoir workshop that I was taking, I was encouraged to go ahead and record what I wrote as a voiceover, like a reading, and actually post it up there. So that I've been doing that, and for someone who's been doing podcasting for as long as I have three, four, maybe even more years than that in some sort of way or form. Like I kind of like you, I was still kind of nervous to be like, oh yeah, I've attached the voiceover to this thing that I wrote. Like go ahead and yeah. and like go visit my blog. Normally yeah. I tell you to just stay here on on the Instagram page and read it. But what what ended up happening because of of the things that I have written now, like they're more again, they're more structured in a way they've become longer, even though I've tried to keep them kind of short. It's like single spaced, um, single spaced one page on like a Google Docs page. And that's not really that long, but I guess it's too long for Instagram. So <laughs> I've had to like select different excerpts um, of the pieces and just put that on Instagram and then be like, hey, I hope you you enjoy my writing enough that you that you're willing to click the link to read the whole thing and maybe listen to to an audio recording if you have time because some of them tend to be like three to five minutes long so that's when I realized that oh yeah this was this was kind of long <laughs> I kinda, yeah. I kind of wrote a little bit which which translated to about five minutes of of spoken just me um, just me reading it to you so. I mean, I, th- I that that's been really interesting. I I've gotten a lot of good feedback from from my people in 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 my class and from the that's instructor awesome. there as as well. And then for the few people that like through Instagram have have gone through, they've also given me good feedback as well. So, I mean, it's all really cool and it's really interesting. And I mean, 
putting put asking people to go click on the on the website you know you, you understand this as well as i do asking people to go do something is always is it always <laughs> yeah. takes courage even though like i know people have time now <laughs> yeah like i know you have time to click on the link and read something you know be redirected but it's still tough to be like hey hey can you like do this for me and then yeah. see what you think and then just like maybe drop a line if you'd like to which yeah. which is cool like but I, some of the comments i've gotten on my instagram page make me realize yeah they've gone to the website because like the little bit that i posted on instagram doesn't reference the thing that they're talking about so that's always really encouraging and i you know i, I guess we could I, I at least i'll say i can say that uh, i got in a little uh, inspiration from our conversation with jeremy uh where he's like mm -hmm. yeah yeah just put things out there and uh you know you'll grow from it. It's not that people are rejecting me, really. It's more along the lines of like, you're putting stuff out there. So, you know, that fear of rejection helps you just continue on making the practice and mm -hmm. you won't find yourself feeling as though somebody will reject you. I don't know. Like, because it's yeah. different, right? It's it's not like I'm yeah. asking somebody to do something and they're like, no. So I can't really grow from that. No. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I think I think rejection, like learning how to handle rejection is really healthy. You know, I think, oh, yeah. That, yeah. I think that's something that um, a lot of us like struggle with, like, because if we're not afraid of rejection, if we just put what we wanted out into the world, right, like our writing, our music, um, chasing our dreams, making choices, like hitting on, you know, like flirting, whatever, like, if we lived all of our like, you know, wildest like dreams and, and all the things, right. Uh, with the belief that we couldn't fail or like that we can't mess it up or, you know, that, or we weren't afraid of rejection. Like think of all the things that we would do. Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of people would do a lot of things and that's why it's so special when, when people decide to go ahead and do it. Cause not everyone's going to do it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most we can do is is do it ourselves and then encourage other people to to not be afraid of said rejection and then just put mm -hmm. out there what you know what what you what what you want to what you can what gives you what you have a passion for. I think that's what's really important like that's that's something that that I've learned along the years of doing podcasts. You know, mo all of the podcasts that I've done I have a passion for in some way or another. Mm -hmm. Whether it be talking about film with friends or whether it be talking about soccer with other friend <laughs> and other friends. Mm -hmm. and when, when that is talking about growth and trauma and, and grief and growing from it as well. Um, finding support with, with what you and I do here. So it, and it's strange because every podcast and you can do you can probably attest to this too now that you kind of do two podcasts and then you guest on other people's podcasts Anna every podcast <laughs> that you do comes with its own sort of anxiety and excitement and nervousness whether it's mm -hmm. something that you do all the time or it's something that you're just being asked to to feature on or consult on or whatever it is you're just like oh man like when i got my first gig for for editing podcasts like I could edit my podcast easily. Like, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to put it out there. As you know, with our podcast, normally I just mix it and just put it out there. Like, I don't even edit it anymore because I think it's it's fun and I know that it sounds good and it's just kind of cool to put out exactly what we record. But when I got my first gig, like, I remember being, like, really nervous about it. Like, what if they don't like 
the process that I use? Like, what if they don't think it sounds as good as I think it does? And actually, to give you a really quick story, because um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up here really quickly. Um, the first episode that I did, and I sent it over to the, the producer of the show, and he starts emailing me, right, as I'm getting on mm-hmm. the train to go to work, and he's like, hey, like, I can't hear, like, the volume is too low, like, is it something that it's on my end or your end, like, can you figure it out? And, like, I'm getting on the train, so I can't necessarily go back to my desktop and see if I did something. I'm like, that made me feel like, oh, crap, I didn't do this right, but I was like, no, it should be fine. And then five minutes later, I get an email from me. He was like, oh, it's just my headphones. It's my bad. Like, volume's fine. I'm like, oh, like, what? <laughs> what is going on, man? Like, what did you do? I assume that this person probably didn't, like, completely jack in their their headphones into their phone. Like, sometimes that mm-hmm. happens. Um, and I was, but I, I was like, this is, like, the worst thing that I get. This is the first episode that I'm doing for them. I'm finally getting paid for, for this type of work. And the first thing I get a, a feedback I get was like, oh, I can't hear it. Like, is it you or me? And then later he's like, oh, yeah, it was me. <laughs> so, so I grew a lot from there. I was just like, this guy, like, I, I've I've been doing this podcast for, for this producer for a year now. Like, it reached a year, like, last week or something like that. So it's been pretty neat. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's been it's been amazing um, to be able to do that type of work and actually get paid for for something that I love doing. So yeah, and then you know my best person to do it for is Anna, of course. So yeah, it's, it's only again. progressed. It's only progressed. You know. Yeah, again, I am your favorite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you heard it here yeah, first, guys. I, you, you heard it here every time. So yeah, this yeah, is true. I, yeah, yeah. It's been great. Um, I think that's it. That the, that's the time that I have. Unfortunately, I still work. Um, no. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. I Fortunately, say, rephrase I still that. work. Unfortunately, my break has ended. Yes. So, but it's it, it has been an hour. So, um, thank you, everyone. We hope you are keeping safe and you are healthy and in all ways, right? And whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you can reach out to any of us on Instagram or whatever it is anytime if you if you'd like to talk. I've had a few people reach out. So Good. yeah. I mean, talk with your people. Zoom, FaceTime, do whatever it is you need to do. Put this on in the background as you vacuum your house or dust. I don't know what you have to yeah. do at your place, but whatever it is, just put it on in the background. If you don't listen to it the whole way through, that's fine. You know, just background noise is good right now, whether it be a TV or a podcast. <laughs> yeah you just have voices we're like oh i feel like i'm in the crowd this is nice yeah <laughs> yeah like just pretend you're eavesdropping on a really interesting conversation at a coffee shop yeah um here let me add this sound effect here this is this is a water bottle but you could pretend it's like a <laughs> mug or something there you go um and if you like to imagine that you're inside your house with close friends instead of being out and about with people because screw that then yeah imagine that too <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> so we'll stay be back soon friends. we'll we'll oh. be back soon right yeah i i was trying to say stay strong friends but you started talking again jimmy so <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything what were you saying okay. Anna? stay strong friends <laughs> <laughs>